Welcome to season two of Show Me Your Artist License. Yes, season two. The artist interview that you're about to listen to took place last year in 2021. For more recent updates from the artists, such as upcoming shows, make sure to follow them. The links are in the episode description. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Show Me Your Artist License, the podcast that highlights and celebrates Black art and Black artists around the world. I'm your host, Frinsha, part-time artist and full-time lover of the arts. On this week's episode, we have a very special guest. He is a digital artist from St. Petersburg, Florida. Shout out to St. Pete. Um, And he was recognized by BET as their Artist of the Week during their BET Air series in 2019, featured on PBS as part of their WEDU Arts Plus series in 2020. And he's been highlighted in several publications, like several, a lot. Welcome to the show, Nick Davis. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yeah. (laughs) So... (laughs) I, again, thank you for um, being on the show. Very happy to have you. One thing I just want to make note of is that, like, St. Pete, like, has a lot of talented people. Like, I love my city. Like, Angela Bassett. I I didn't know for a while that she was from St. Pete, but pretty cool. Um, and, like, Will Packer, I think, is also from St. Pete. A lot of A lot of talented people. A lot of people I went to high school with, including you. Um, so I just wanted to make note, St. Pete, that's where the talent is. Just letting everyone know. Um, so I just wanted to start with, um, your background just to get to know a little bit more about you. So how and when did your art journey begin? Um, it really, it's always, always started. Um, I've always loved art. Um, but around, I want to say about five or six years ago, I started having seizures, and it just, every time I would try to sign up for a job or apply for a job, I would start to have seizures. And then one day back in, I wanna say back in June of 2019, I just told my wife, I, I just can't work no more. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. And I really just, I started off with a painting in church and hmm. it, it sold immediately afterwards. And it was like almost God just told me just to keep going. And mm-hmm. it started off with first day of school. and. Pretty much ever since then, it's been a learning experience. And that started back in probably about June of 2019. Wow. See, that, that's always a sign. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I personally think, like, everything happens for a reason. And I, like, I'm glad that we're, we get to, like, have your work and see your work. So that's, yeah. that's pretty cool how your journey began. But um, so I'm, so you started off painting and then you moved into digital art so how was that like how was getting into digital art well to be honest uh, a lot of people ask me how is digital art but <laughs> art's no different than paper and pencil for me um yeah. I've never really painted like that before but that day in church was just like my first time painting really I never really liked getting my hands messy mm-hmm. but um I always started off with portraits uh, cartoon characters and just on pencil and paper and oh. I just really transitioned that same kind of method over to digital art. Okay. So do you use like an iPad and 
I don't know how these work. I've never really <laughs> done digital art. No problem. Um, I believe um, I've always loved digital art, um, even when it was in high school. Yeah. Um, we started off with Photoshop back in the day and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And then my wife gave me my iPad and Apple Pencil, and that completely just changed everything. Um, it literally just became like a portable studio. I would draw in church. I'll draw in a library, in the car. Everywhere I go is pretty much my studio. Oh my gosh. See, I, I feel like that is so cool nowadays because like if you were to carry around pencils and paint and just like brushes, that's that's just too much. Like it is, I feel like it's easier to just have have that, you know, iPad, Apple pencil with you like everywhere you go. And it's also good for like quick, like if you just want to do a quick something quick. And it's um, very helpful because um for me with epilepsy, I can't drive. So oh, okay. I have the ability just to draw wherever I am. Gives me the easy access to my materials and my supplies. Oh, okay. Hmm. See, technology. Technology, it really helps. <laughs> so who or what inspires you to create art? Oh, I love I love uh, Carrie James Marshall, um, Jean mm-hmm. Michelle Basquiat. Jacob Lawrence, Carol Walker, Kehinde Wiley. Oh my um, gosh, my favorites. <laughs> it's just endless because they really just showed me that pretty much if you want the certain emotion and certain blackness in the art scene in museums, you have to be the one to put it. And that's pretty much what I learned from them. You have to be the example that you want to put out there. Yeah. Oh, love, love it. Those are all my like personal favorites and I just love their work (laughs) there's always like a message and I love art with messages um and I feel like a lot of your art has a lot of messages about like the black experience um which leads me into talking more into about your artwork um you did have well you do have a collection called black the black is beautiful collection and it's been recognized nationally and internationally. Pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and I just want to know, like, what was your um, inspiration behind it, your thought process in creating that collection? Because it's amazing. Well, to be honest with you, I've always struggled, uh, struggled with anxiety, um, depression. Um, my biggest challenges were also always social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, always trying to fit in. So my main mission was to create a world where being you is a requirement Mm. and just the expression. And I really just had to get out of the passenger seat because I was always trying to, I believe an artist is always trying to find their way in the world. Yeah. And you have to get out of the driver's seat. You just have to get in the passenger seat and just go for the ride. And it seems like pretty much with every drawing I do, it has the right quote to go with yeah. And it reassures me that no matter what level of success you are, we all have the same struggles in life. And it's just all about a process of learning how to adapt to those certain situations. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> no, but I do notice you always have like, every time I see your work, like on Instagram or just online, whenever you post and you have a quote with it, I'm like, wow, this is perfect. Like, this perfect um that's pretty cool that is cool 
Uh, so your work has been in several galleries and museums like this year and also like previous years. Do you, is there a show that you enjoyed being in the most? Um, well, to be honest with you, I'm, like I say, I still struggle with the social anxiety. Yeah. So I, I always like to be behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, even when I do go to shows, I'm never out there just saying, hey, I'm Nick Davis. You know, I'm the <laughs> one who sits back and just lets people watch it. Yeah. Um, as you know me, I don't introduce myself. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. I just, I like to be behind the scenes. I've never yeah. really going to the shows and stuff like that. I just like to hear people's feedback. Okay. Now, do you like, if you are at a show and you're just like, you know, observing, do you, do you like seeing like everyone's, re like, do you like seeing everyone's reaction to your work? Do you just like sit and, and watch them? <laughs> I love all, I love all feedback. Um, yeah. I love people my biggest uh inspiration is how children look at my art oh. um i believe i understand we have adults and we have elders now but the real future and change is in our children and yeah. i would always try to my first mission when i started black is beautiful was to reach the world but then i had to sit back and realize that i can create a domino effect mm -hmm. if i put the person in front of me the person next will in inspire that other person and over time it will cause a domino effect of love and change. And that was just my biggest goal. And nowadays I had one little girl, she did a Black History, I mean, Black History uh, project on me. And it yeah. was just so inspiring. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. Oh, wow. See, look at you already making a difference. Like that is amazing. That is that cool. Whole, I've always loved children's feedback better um, than adults. Um, adults will ask me, why do I use these quotes? versus mm -hmm. a child asked me, why are my characters so black? And oh. that gives me an opening, like a, a area to open up with encouraging yourself, being yourself. Um, yeah. One of the biggest things I live by is black is inspiring, black is encouraging and black is love. And for someone who never really sees themselves as one who fits in, for me to be able to encourage somebody else to be themselves is pretty much the biggest inspiration for me. Yeah. Oh, I want that on a shirt. Black. <laughs> please, please come out with a shirt. I will, I will buy like a lot of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's amazing. And you recently won, um, the 2021 best emerging digital artist award. I've been, I, I've done some research on you. <laughs> and you, and you, um, were awarded that from the Creative Loafing Tampa Bay. I think it was like, yeah, the best of the Bay. How does that feel? Um, it's, it's, I'm grateful for it. Um, yeah. Even as a digital artist now, I'm, I'm still intimidated by the original painters. Mm -hmm. um, because as a digital artist, you never really feel as you have that same genuine feeling as an actual painter on canvas and stuff like that. And it's yeah. uh, to be seen as a, uh, one of the best digital artists in the best of the big um, was very nice for me. I, I really felt great about it. <laughs> That's so. I once I saw that I was like, oh my gosh! I, I we have I have to I have to know how you felt about that because <laughs> that that to me is really cool. That's really cool. Um, and I've all I've noticed that like when artists reach a certain level of success, they become like focused on like the next big project or like maybe like the next show and um 
you know, as an artist who has accomplished so much in your career so far, like, do you take the time to sit back and reflect and um, celebrate your accomplishments? Well, I, I just look back. I can be in the house and or in the car, and I just start to look back over all the drawings I've done since this Black is Beautiful series, and it's just amazing how far God has brought me. And it's just, I'm just grateful because you would never really imagine from someone who really never really fit in to be seen as a good digital artist. And it's just like thankful. Because like yeah. I said, I've drawn about a thousand of these since 2019. Wow. And I try to draw two, two or three a day. And it's, like I said, my mission isn't to reach the world. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make my impact in there every single day. And just to remind people that who they are is okay. Wow, a thousand. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's, <laughs> that is a lot, like art-wise. Um, wow. My, my mind really, it really never stops. Um, yeah. I go to sleep for some, like I said, I, I deal with the seizures in my sleep. Yeah. So I, I pretty much draw every single day just to get my mind focused off of what's happening around me. Yeah. Um, and the moment that shuts off, another idea just comes in. And what I realized with Instagram, we're such on a 24-7 schedule where oh, yeah. for us in America, our, our night's in at 12. But you have to think about it. In some other places, it's, it's just 3 o'clock in the afternoon for them. Um, it's 8 in the morning for them while we're going to sleep. And mm-hmm. I try to influence every part of the world. And that's what I try to do. And I just not try to focus on what's happening here. I try to focus on what's happening in the world. So as a digital artist, there's a lot of new trends um, and a lot of new technology that comes out. Do you, how do you keep up with that and stay true to your like style? Um, I'm, once I find a style, I, I pretty much just stick with it. Yeah. Uh, there can be an, another tablet coming out. I'm still going to use the iPad and Apple Pencil. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm getting to that age where technology <laughs> is becoming too new for me and stuff like that. I still haven't even downloaded a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you would be amazing on TikTok. <laughs> people love, uh, people, lo- I mean, I personally love watching artists on that, but yeah, it is a lot. It's a lot of technology to learn. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to learn more about the NFT game and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the world moves a lot faster than we actually move. Um, yeah. Once you buy something, the next updated version is already coming out a month later. So you'll never be able to catch up to where you are. So you have to appreciate where you are now. Oh, yeah. That is very true. Especially like, I know, I think I, I'm not an iPhone user, but this is a good example. I'm not an iPhone user, but I know that like they just came out with a lot. And I'm like, didn't they just come out with one like last year? I don't know. I don't know what number <laughs> iPhone they're on. I, I'm also similar. I don't, I can't keep up with all that technology. I will use it until it's broken. And then that's it. <laughs> so, Even if it's broken, we'll still use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, someone has to know how to fix it. <laughs> okay. So we're going to get into the part of the show where, um, that is called show me your artist license, which is also the title of the podcast. And, um this is going more into your style so 
what would you say is your like signature style? How do we know that a piece is a Nick Davis original? Um, I would say by the eyes and the pretty much the skin tone of the color, I mean, of the skin, the color of the skin. Um, like Carrie James Marshall said, that velvety black skin. Um, I think it just brings out the, the essence in everybody and especially the eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been told the eyes look like they're telling a story or they're looking right at you. And it's just, it's just fun seeing that people can see themselves in the drawing as well. Oh yeah, I that's the first thing I um, noticed in your piece is the eyes and then um, just the co- like the contrast and colors that you use. I'm big on color. So I just love how you, um, I love your use of colors and then the skin and then the hair, like all of those. I'm like, okay, I I can tell your pieces that way too. But it's, it's always funny getting feedback from other people because I think as an artist, you don't ever really see your true potential. And it's always good to have that reassurance from people like my wife or anybody out there. Um, I believe like my mom was in the car the other day and she just said she was just so proud of me. And it's, like, you never really see your own potential, but it's good to have that feedback. Yeah. And it's good to have like that support system, that community around you too, because it, it, it takes a village. They, they weren't wrong about that. <laughs> I, love, I love encouraging people. Um, I, I, I love encouraging new artists and stuff like that because you have to realize that you're not going to reach everybody. Yeah. Um, for my art I've been told it's too dark um it's scary um it looks creepy but on the opposite it's always influencing somebody yeah so if as long as you get that mentality that you can't change the whole world yeah change certain few but you just have to take pride in pleasing those ones who are accepting your artwork yeah and art um one thing I do love about art is that it I mean, everyone doesn't have to like your art, but it also always provokes like emotion. Like it always makes you think. And, um, you know, with, I don't know, I think that's, that's pretty cool um, in it, in of itself. Um, okay. So speaking of um, like artists and black artists, um, do you think that black artists are getting the recognition that they deserve within the art world so that because i believe that in the art world they sometimes look at black artists as an investment versus the actual artists mm. um they see black artists as a trend versus actual just expression of who they are and it's always good to see the people who actually appreciate your art and then you can see the ones who are just investing in it for later on when it gains value ah um, there's always two sides to artwork for everybody, but for the black community, I believe that we are we are gaining it with our attempts to step out on expression and be ourselves. Yeah, and I feel like since last year, like 2020, has um, made people pay more attention to you know black creatives and like black artists. Um, I, I mean, I've seen more black artists have more collaborations with companies but then again back to what you're saying like you know it could be yeah they're investing in you but do they really um admire you as the artist or do they really admire your work like right now as it is also what i appreciate about the times because with social media and everything we have now you don't really have an option um 
for the ones who don't want to see it, you're forced to see it now, even if you don't want to see it, because it's going to scroll down your timeline. Yeah. Or, so it's pretty much up to you if you accept it, but it's out there. And that's what I love about our Black community. We're pretty much not taking no for an answer. Yeah. We're just stepping out. And if you don't like us, it's okay. Yeah. And I love how, you know, everyone is t- like not waiting for other, you know, avenues to put out their work like they're not waiting to get into a gallery or into a show or museum they're putting their work online they're building their websites they're um, finding their own audience which I feel like that's pretty important because if you're going to wait for you know this gallery to notice your work you may wait forever and your art may not see the world so I think that's it's pretty cool with you know social media that artists get to do that so I love it I think I think now that we have uh, more eyesight on Basquiat, um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of artists are kind of looking at art as a way to millions versus as a, a way to expression. And once you find out those ways, for me personally, I use art as uh, a way for me to say things that I can't say to people right in front. Yeah. And I think that's the thing we have to get out of. Art isn't just for money. I believe if art changes lives, it shouldn't just be for the wealthy. It should yeah. be for Exactly, exactly. Ah, I agree. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see. <laughs> so moving on into, I know you touched on it a little about um, just you want your art to, um, you know, to be seen by as many people as possible, but what legacy would you like to leave uh, in in the art industry, in the world with your work? That it's it's okay to be yourself. Um, my biggest thing, my biggest inspiration is my own community. Mm-hmm. Um, I love just walking around and seeing the things that are going wrong. And it's, and it's sad to see that our own men can't be seen crying or anything like that, showing certain emotions without yeah. being judged. Or you can't wear a certain color or something like that without just being intimidated by it, or certain women who can't do certain things. And to give that outlet to the art world, to show that who you are is okay. And that's one of the things I learned from Carrie James Marshall and everyone, if you want that image to be seen, you have to put it out there. You can't wait for something to happen. You yeah. have to take the time that you have now and take pride in it and just put that message out there. Uh, definitely, definitely. Okay, so we are going to get into my favorite part, favorite segment of a show, and it's called like the round of favorites. So I will be asking you um, just like quick questions and um, it's kind of like a speed Q&A, but you can take your time if needed. Uh, And whatever's the first thing that pops up in your head as your response, just say it. (laughs) Um, So... First things first, who is your favorite Black artist? You have to pick one. I would like to say Jacob Lawrence. Jacob Lawrence, his, his expression and how he just tells the times is what's the biggest influence for me. Yes, Jacob Lawrence. Uh, okay, so next, uh, what's your favorite piece of artwork? Oh, God, to be honest, that's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know many names of them, but I just love Carrie James Marshall and just love uh, Jacob Lawrence. I love Jacob Lawrence's Migration series. Yes. 
Okay. I also have an episode on Jacob Lawrence and I talk about the migration series. I like reading into the migration series. I'm just, I love how he connects history and just, again, like the black experience into his work. And yeah, that's one of my favorites. Anyways, back to the question. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is your favorite era of art? Uh, I would have to say pretty much probably the Harlem Renaissance, just with all the people were taking chances. They were just expressing mm -hmm. themselves. Um, if it happened to be in art, it had to be in music or dance or anything. People just had that I don't care attitude. And it's just putting out that creativity into the world was, I think, life-changing for a lot of Black artists. Yeah, definitely. It's like the blueprint. It yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is your favorite thing to do when you're in the process of creating? Um, I love listening to music and having TV on in the background. Um, from someone who wakes up drawing and goes to sleep drawing, I love having music playing. It can be any types of music. And I believe music is what influences a lot of my drawings because I can listen to Jonathan McReynolds, I can listen to J. Cole, mm -hmm. I can listen to jazz, and they all have a different story in them. Um, mm -hmm. I would say my biggest one is jazz though because it's almost like creating your own story with it. As ah, a song. yeah. Hmm, okay. Love me some jazz. Uh, okay, next one. Favorite moment in your art career so far? Um, I was, I guess when I was grateful when I started this Black and Beautiful series, when I had the chance to do the PBS special, um, that was the biggest life-changing thing because it just lets you know you don't know who you're meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, everything happens for a reason. And like Carrie James Marshall says, it's just, you learn to just let things happen. Um, you never you have to realize that everything happens. Yeah. And what I live by is everything is working for my good and I just follow behind it. Yeah, okay. So what is your favorite way to spend a day off? To be honest with you, I don't have a day off. Um, <laughs> I, I don't look at art as a job. Yeah. I just look at it as my, my purpose and my mission in life. Um, like I said, probably when I get off this call, I'll probably go right back to drawing. Um, I try to find the days off, but when I don't draw, I just feel so naked. I feel so empty without it. And yeah. I feel like necessity, like breathing. Hmm. See that, I feel like that's really beautiful. Like having, not making art like a job and having it in your everyday, like it's part of you. And it's something that, you know, you're what you do on a regular basis versus a job. That is beautiful. Cause not a lot of people can do that. Like. I love it. Um, I, I think artists, I don't know where I would really do the art, to be honest with you. I just, I just feel like it would be an empty, empty void in my life, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when you are in a creative block, what do you do to get out of it? Well, once again, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't really think, I'm, I don't believe in creative blocks. Yeah. Um, I believe as long as you have your community, there's endless inspiration. Um, there's always a way to express yourself, depending on the image. Um, just like yesterday, I drew, uh, as a person who was raised up in church, mm -hmm. I drew a book of Moses yesterday. And then today I drew one of Emmett Till. And there's something always happening in the world. So yeah. I don't believe a creative block is there when inspiration is all around you. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So next is, what is a little known fact about you that not many people know? I, I guess I just repeated what the <laughs> little known fact that, yeah, not a lot of people know. Um, I'm pretty much just a quiet person. I don't really like being around crowds. Um, if you ever see me in public, I'm the one who's sitting over there by himself. Um, <laughs> I've learned to enjoy myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind of person who just, I have more more fun just in my mind than in the public. Yeah, okay. So do you read, um, if there are reviews um, from like art critics or just people who have seen your work in shows, do you read them? Oh, I, for all the pictures I usually put up on Instagram, I usually read them um, if it's good or bad. Um, I believe feedback is always necessary just to see how people view your artwork. Mm-hmm. And it's just always funny how people sometimes have something negative to say, but it's, it's, but you still follow me. And (laughs) I've learned that it's just part of life. People will always always find a way to bring you down and you just have to learn with it and get past it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So do, oh, so if you could have one famous person come to your show, who would it be? It would have to be Carrie James Marshall. Uh, because he's the living artist for me right now and yeah. it is I just love I have to actually say Carrie James Marshall or Carol Walker mm, yeah. and now I have an exhibition in uh, University of Tampa and it's just amazing to see my artwork next to Carol Walker's oh and my gosh just, it, it, I had that same feeling <laughs> like, turned into a little fan kid and it's just like oh my gosh you never see this happening and right. just it's just a blessing, and but I would love to just to sit down with them or just just running into them at Walmart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, speak it into existence. It's <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Hey, Rincha, so remember when I said?" <laughs> Amazing for me. Okay, so who is an underrated artist that you like? Or I wouldn't say underrated. I don't really like that word. Maybe an artist that you feel like should have more recognition than they have now. Um, I would say, to be honest with you, with the times that we live in, everybody has that opportunity. Yeah. Everybody's getting the attention that they need. Um, for to be honest with you, I don't really study a lot of the newer artists. Mm-hmm. I'm always caught up in history. I always watch documentaries. Um, if I could have had the chance, I would probably took the chance to sit down with Basquiat. Yeah. Uh, just to get into his mind and just to encourage him that everything's going to be okay. And just to oh, hold yeah. on um, from someone who's dealt with a lot of those same struggles. Um, for me to have that opportunity with just to sit down and encourage him just to hold on a little bit longer. Yeah. That would that would have been life changing for me. Okay. Um outside of art is there anything else that you would like to accomplish um hopefully one day I can just open up a well I guess it's still in art <laughs> but I mean it, it's still <laughs> I mean besides creating work um I would love to open up a, a gallery or a museum just for black children's art um oh give that opportunity for them to express themselves um I believe with the ability to express we'll have a lot more love and a lot less violence or selfishness or 
just pride or gangs and stuff like that. Yeah. And with that opportunity for expression, I believe it can be life changing for everyone. Oh, that's amazing. That's that's one of my dreams too. Not necessarily for like black children, but that is amazing. But just a gallery in general, that would be cool. The whole team, I would say. <laughs> in St. Pete. <laughs> That's my biggest, that's my biggest influence. I don't know the community is around the world, but I know yeah. my own. Yeah. Oh, I'm waiting for it to happen. I, I will, I will support. I will support. <laughs> um, so what are three items that you can't live without? Um, I would say my iPad, my Apple Pencil, and my AirPods. <laughs> um, pretty much as long as I have those three items, you can take me anywhere. Um, you can drop me off in the desert as long as I have that in the charger. I'll be good. <laughs> Where are you going to charge you in the desert? <laughs> <Take a> portable charger. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so what is the level of success that you would like to reach in your art career? I guess when, what level would you like to be when, I, I guess that that's the question. So what is the level of success that you would like to reach in your art career? Um, I think a lot of times artists are viewed as their art is more expensive or anything when they pass on. Mm-hmm. I would love to see my art flourish while I'm still here living. Um, my goal has never been to make millions and stuff like that. I'd rather just take that money and invest it in my own community or my family and stuff like that and help them out. Um, if anything, I've learned that money is dangerous. And if you don't spend it wisely, it will take over you. Oh, um, yeah. For me personally, I just, I don't get in caught up with the admiration from people and stuff like that. Because for someone who, like I said, never fit in, just that one little switch will turn you prideful. And it will just turn you into a whole nother person. And to be honest with you, now that I'm gaining so much attention, I miss I miss that solitude by myself when I never really fit in kind of sometimes. Yeah. And I just, that's why I pretty much, I love Carol Walker and Carrie James Marshall because they just put out their artwork and then they just walk off. Right. They're so <laughs> private. I love like, it's like, ah, there you go. This is what you, this, I'll, I'll give everyone this and I'm just going to go about my life. Carrie <laughs> said it best. Um, when you're getting so much attention, either you can become an example or you can become a model for people. And I don't want to be one of those artists who just start dressing outrageously. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way you catch me, you'll probably see me in a black V-neck from the corner store. Um, <laughs> even know that I'm still myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then two more. So describe your art journey in one word. Exciting. Um, I actually, I can't even do it in one word. It, it's been scary. <laughs> Okay. Um, for someone who who's always scared of what people will think and dealing with social anxiety, mm-hmm. every opportunity I deal with people, I'm always just scared. I'm just nervous. Um, I've never really been a people person. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm, I take every day as a, a step towards finding who I am. Um, that's one thing I'm grateful for my seizures because without my seizures, I don't think there would be a Nick Davis, the artist. So you just have to learn to appreciate every every incident or every circumstance in your life because every circumstance is, is building you. Yeah. I, I I just want you to write a book or something. I'm like, 
all these <laughs> you're like preaching over here I'm like okay okay I'm so inspired um <laughs> so um what advice would you give to a young artist so they may be in like elementary middle school high school who would like to be like you or just be a digital artist um be you by me by any means um the the opportunity to be you is the greatest opportunity in the world um i want just like uh, I believe somebody said, you really can't create nothing new in the world. Mm -hmm. All you can do is take older ideas and process it through a new mind. And I would just love to see where people take this, take my artwork, because I was encouraged by these past Black artists. And because of them, I have my Black is Beautiful series. Yeah. And so it's just amazing to see what could come out next. But my biggest thing is just who you are is enough. And that's all that matters. Yeah message 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 <laughs> so that was the end of the uh i guess speed q a it wasn't that speedy but it I, I i enjoyed it but um what do you have coming up next like any shows do you have any shows that you're currently in now where people um, can go uh, look at your work um, I'll be participating in the uh, Shine On Real Festival um, in their gallery. Um, I also will be, I'm also right now with the Reverberations at University of Tampa. Um, and that'll be going on until November, I believe. Ooh. So if you're in Tampa and St. Pete, go check out his work. Like, I, I'm going to have to make a visit. <laughs> so you say until November, it's in? Yes. I want to okay. say want to say around beginning of November, but I'm not a 100% sure. Okay, I will find out. <laughs> okay, so uh, where, how can um, listeners connect with you or connect with your work online? Um, my biggest thing right now is probably Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I tried to post a picture every single day just to encourage somebody out there. Um, but that would be the easiest way to find me um, in the art life. Um, I know a lot of people usually think I'm saying indie like I, <laughs> but it's just Nick Davis art life. So indie art life. Okay. And don't worry, I will have this. Um, I will link his Instagram information in the episode description. So don't worry, it will be okay. there. <laughs> so definitely follow because first of all, I love your feed. Every time I go on, I'm just like, oh, it's a breath of fresh air. Like, you know, you're scroll. you know, when you're scrolling and like, there's so much going on in the world. And sometimes on social media, there can be like a lot of like negativity. And so it's always like a breath of fresh air to like, find your, find your work on social media. I'm like, oh, he posted. Oh, I like this piece. Let me like it. <laughs> so, um, yes, I definitely encourage everyone to go follow ND Art Life. That's letter N, letter D. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this was very, very fun. Like, um, I, I, again, thank you again for like spending time and being on this show. Like, I really appreciate it. And getting to know like more about your background, your work, um, just 
the messages behind your work and why you create what you create like it it was amazing so I really hope that everyone gets a chance to go to Tampa um, and it's the reverberations uh, show at University of Tampa um, definitely check it out and check out shine on St. Pete you guys need to go check out this work if you don't know <laughs> there's no excuse now um, but yes, I really enjoyed having you on the show and I would love to have you back in the future um, just to see what more you have accomplished because I know you will. Um, but yeah, that yep, was, thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so again, thank you everyone for listening to Show Me Your Artist License. Um, for more content, make sure to follow the show on Instagram at The Artist License and visit showartistlicense.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this podcast with your fellow art lovers. Again, I'm your host, Frinsha. Check out um, our guest, Nick Davis, on the social medias, IG. Check out his work. Um, great artist. Uh, until next time, bye. <laughs> Thank you.